Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast. So excited to have you back with me today as we are kicking off a brand new conversation that, y'all, I am totally excited for, and it is called Church versus Jesus. Now, here's what I know, is you might be listening to this and you might be thinking, but Zach, the church and Jesus are on the same team. Uh, the church is the bride of Christ. You can't say this. Now, here's what I want you to know. I have full confidence and belief in the church. I have full confidence and belief in Jesus. I believe that when the church and Jesus align, that literally they are the only hope of the world, that incredible things can happen, miracles can happen, that our world is better when the church is at its best. Here's what I also know to be true, though. The church is ran by people, and people sometimes suck. And when imperfect people are trying to represent a perfect God, sometimes they don't do that very well. And what I've come to learn even in that is that sometimes the church can work in opposition of Jesus while publicly supporting Jesus, um, which is crazy. It is mind-blowing to me, the longer I've been alive and been a Christian, the people I have encountered who have been burned and hurt and given up simply because how a Christian or a person at a church treated them. It's sad, and I believe we can do better. And I want you to hear me say this. I'm a part of the problem. Um, I've made bad decisions. Um, There are things that I've done that I literally, I ask for forgiveness People I think about where I want to reach out with them and have been challenged in the season to reach out to and ask for forgiveness because I feel like I have wounded people deeply and have not been a good representation of God in this and representation of Jesus and I want to do better. And so in this in this series, um, in these this series of talks we're going to do, we're going to be talking about times when the church accidentally works in opposition to what Jesus has called us to be. And so today I wanted to talk about um, this, this a phenomenon that's been happening. Um, it seems to kind of made mainstream now is this idea of cancel culture. Um, basically where somebody does something that a group of people don't agree with um, or hurt by um, that is hurtful and we basically cancel them. Um, we pretend they don't exist. We disconnect from them. We um, hold them at such a far distance, do everything possible to ruin them as an individual um, because of something they did or say. Um, Now, there are people who have been canceled. I've seen that I, without a doubt, can agree that they've done hurtful things, uh, that they've said hurtful things, and they've participated in hurtful things. I'm not saying that. Um, One of those being uh, Lil Nas X when it comes to the church canceling people. Now, if you don't know who Lil Nas X is, that's okay. He's a rapper. And if you have heard of him, you might have heard of him this weekend because he is re- partnered with Nike and is releasing um, these shoes that are um, basically inspired by Satan and hell. And so they're black, they're red, um, they have hum- a drop of human blood in the soles, 
They have a Bible verse about Satan in there, and y'all, Christians are losing their ever-loving mind. Uh, if you just go on, look up one article on Facebook, look at the comments, and you see Christians write, write stuff like, oh, let's see how much fun he's having in hell, or um, people calling him, he's, he's openly gay, and so people calling him a faggot, and people calling him um, all of these awful, awful names. And these are, these are Christians, y'all. These are people who are claiming to be representations of God who are outwardly condemning and canceling this individual who has been hurt by the church. He put out a, um, a tweet uh, this past week, and it says this, and I want to read it for you because um, I think it's important. I'm going to use his exact wordage. Um, he says this. He says, I spent my entire teenage years hating myself because of the shit y'all preached would happen to me because I was gay. Basically saying that because he was gay, all of this awful stuff would happen to him because it was not godly. And he says this to them about the shoes. He says, so I hope you are mad. Stay mad. Feel the same same anger you teach us to have towards ourselves. And I read this and, you know, I look at those shoes and I'm like, you know, I don't, I don't support the shoes. I'm definitely not going to buy the shoes. I'm not in agreement with the shoes. And I'm not in agreement with some of the things that he talks about. But here's what I know is a lot a lot of times the people that do stuff like this that and we're mad at and we get up outraged about, um, a lot of times the only people we can blame is ourselves because their response is a reaction to our poor treatment of people that are different than us. That there are people that make bad decisions. There are people that do things that live lives that we don't necessarily agree with and um, maybe their sexuality makes us uncomfortable and we put them in a position to where they feel like they are broken and there's something fundamentally wrong. We cancel them and they feel that. They feel that trauma and when they feel like they can't run to God, who else are they going to run to? When we choose to cancel people, what we do is we give people permission to hate God and we give them a valid reason because we are supposed to be the representation of Jesus. There's a, a scripture in Luke. It says this. It says, judge not and you will not be judged. Condemn not and you will not be condemned. Forgive and you will be forgiven. We The, the Bible, there are a thousand other verses that talk about us not judging people. Yet it seems like when it comes to um, us and our lives, we have we do a really good job of condemning people, holding people at a distance, holding on to bitterness and not letting people go. Now, here's Christians. Here's, here's what I want to tell you, things we can cancel. We can cancel bitterness. We can cancel other people's debts. We can cancel our pride. We can cancel other people's sins. There are so many positive things that we can cancel because of the grace God has given us. And in our lives, we should extend that grace to other people. Because here's what I want you to think about. We always look at people and their decisions and things we don't agree with and the good, the bad, all those decisions, but and we make judgments based off them. But when it comes to our own life, we ignore and we believe we need grace and we deserve grace because we didn't know better. Every time you look at someone doing something that you don't agree with, I hope that and challenge you to take a second to look at the mistakes you've made in your life and think about what you needed in that season. 
It was not condemnation. You did not need to know that you were a bad person. You did not need to know that you were wrong or broken or any of that because deep down there was something already there that made you feel that way. What you needed was someone to be there and to support you and to care for you. And as Christians, that is what we are called to be. The only problem Jesus had with other people was the people that thought of themselves too great um, to be around other people. They thought themselves too highly, and God called them out. Jesus called them out time and time again. And listen, we cannot cancel people. We can't do it. Because when we cancel people, we say, it's too late. It's over. We speak condemnation to them. And we can't, we are not that. The Bible tells us in Romans, there is no condemnation in Christ Jesus. And as us, as the representations of Jesus, there cannot be no condemnation in us. We have to believe that if they're breathing, that God is still working in their life, that they are deserving of the same grace God has extended us. And so I want to talk to two people right now. One, if you have been canceled by the church and by Christians, I'm so sorry. I know personally how much it hurts. I know the pain, the anger you feel towards them and you feel towards God, and it's not fair. I don't care what you've done. Grace always outpaces our sins and our mistakes and who we are. I hope, I want you to hear me say, do not give up. There are Christians, there are people out there that will love, support you, and not give up on you. The second, listen, the second person I want to talk to is this. Who have you canceled? Who are the people that you've given up on? Who are the people that made a bad decision or lived a life that you disagree with and you decided to just write them off? The two things you need to do is this. You need to repent and you need to ask for forgiveness. And if you can, make amends. Make amends. We are called to cancel a lot of things as Christians. Sins, bitterness, all these, all these things, debts. But we are never called to cancel people. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for today. Lord, thank you that you never give up on us, that you would never cancel us. That God, that where our sin increase, your grace increases. And Lord, we ask that you help us be representations of that same grace. And Lord, for those that have been hurt and wounded and bruised by people of faith, Lord, I pray that you provide them supernatural healing, that you provide them hope in the form of Christians that are there for them. Lord, help them find a community that loves and supports and challenges them, Lord, in the best way possible. Lord, let them experience the real you. Lord, help us be that representation of you to this world. Lord, we thank you and we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. 
This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly, I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.